What is up, Guardians? This is Cosmodrome Radio, broadcasting from here all the way to the moon and back from all the crazy stuff going on, and soon we'll be broadcasting all the way to Neptune. That's going to be a fun time. Uh, this is the show all about Destiny 2 and all the fun things going on. Uh, what what was you about to say? Oh, it's definitely going to be a fun time on Neptune. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wary, and we'll, we'll probably talk about that next episode, about like, like how I feel about like incoming things. But we'll we'll, talk, we'll touch on some of the uh, of what I'm excited about this episode. But like next episode, we'll we'll dive into like like some of like uh, theories and whatnot. We'll go from there. But um, this is the show about Destiny Two and all the great things around it. You can make sure that you follow us on Twitter at Cosmodrome Radio. Make sure you join the Discord. The Discord link is in the the show notes for every episode. That way you can join the community. And if you are looking for a clan, we always have the, uh, our clan that that is here for you. If you are looking for a home and a family to be a part of the destiny game because like it, like as i've learned a lot recently there's a lot of folks in the game that just like play solo and that sucks so we're gonna go ahead and kick off this brand new episode but my name is pain of the paladin uh to my left we actually have a new face um like one of one of the one of the uh most loyal uh motherfuckers ever to step foot you know in, in the clan and just you've been here a hot minute so i decided you know what with the uh exodus of toll priz and falcon like, like because they have chosen to step away from the show i needed someone to bounce off of and you know i got alchemy king with me here this evening how you doing doing quite well panda um as you can hear i'm a little bit sick at the moment but hey that won't stop me from doing the show man how dare you be sick it's cool i'm like i'm over here sniffling too so it's good. like it's just snow sucks but it's cool we here but no like how about you give folks a little background like yo destiny like beginning such so i started in playing destiny back in during um the taking king era i was first out of warlock main for all of destiny one once destiny two came out didn't play my warlock at all was a hunter man all the way up until season started but now ever since i've been the clan's warlock nice all right sweet okay so like you know he he's like the one we look to for a lot of stuff when it comes to like teaching warlocks and whatnot he's a bit of a smart ass though but then he'll make the randomest choices in pve or like are you okay but it's cool it's cool it's cool um, but we're gonna go ahead <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and dive into the the craziness going on in the destiny community the past few weeks because we've been gone for a hot minute and we're gonna go ahead and dive into it so from the top uh, like the, the past few weeks bungie has been going nuts and we'll, we'll get into the drama of this week in a moment but in general like the, the like the, is specifically from last week onward things have just been kind of ramping up and ramping up especially with new news coming leading up to lightfall and the biggest thing that we kind of got last week was the announcement of they're going to be changing the mod system drastically when it comes to the game and like the, the, the biggest thing that really came out of it for a lot of people that were super heartbroken was war mind cells are just like deprecating and like no longer being a thing right as bungie went hey all mods are unlocked for everybody even new lights which 
It's been kind of funny the past week yeah. and a half or so because like 801 just hasn't had anything to do. <laughs> yeah, like 801 is just I'm here now until next season. But I uh, granted she can sell the occasional god god roll stats. Yeah, no, nah, like like I feel like they need to like if they're gonna leave her like this and then with the not the announcement that we'll talk about later that she's gonna be selling old shaders that like aren't really accessible anymore, they need to like do something with her. Like, if they're not going to bring the Black Armory stuff back, they need to do something. Because, like, just having her be the armor shader lady is just kind of weird. Yeah, it honestly is. Because right now, all she does is just sell armors and to give us five-cent weaves per season. Well, ten. Ten per oh, character. I thought it was five. No, it's ten, it's ten per character. But it's cool. Like, I just... And like I, I understood when when they first came out with with like um armor synthesis, they're like uh, Ada has found a new purpose. But in reality, it feels like they've sort of given her a lesser role by just kind of having her do that. Like I, I don't know that, that that's just me, but eh. um. But no. So leading into the mod changes, not only are war mod war mind cell mods being deprecated, no longer going to be a thing anymore next season. They're sort of like like combining. Charge with light mods and elemental well mods into one system with like armor charges rather than them being separate systems, and th- they explained it pretty thoroughly in the TWAB, and you can go. And we'll we'll include that in the show notes. For we're not the, the TWAB was actually a blog post they did, and in the article it makes sense the way they're describing it. How like you'll build a certain amount of armor armor charges for a certain amount of time, and then they'll like just sort of degrade. But I don't know. I just it feels like they're taking away the uniqueness of these systems just to sort of simplify things. When they developed these systems, they made these systems not just like streamline. When the whole point of an RPG is to have like different systems and different like like from different realms of the game. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, but like um, they're also. I bet what they're trying to do is to like met like you said they're trying to mesh it together. But also to give like different armor pieces like different chances of like how um stasis shard isn't really that used unless it's in the stasis build. But I'm thinking with these changes, stasis armor will be more um viable for things because of the charges. Yeah, so like it'll make some things sort of like see viability again, which is kinda cool. And and uh, like you were kind of touching on, they're making it so even the elemental wells are going away. They're still gonna have um, the, like things like the stasis shards be a thing, and they're giving sort of elemental well ish things with the rest of the subclasses. Like you had already had ionic traces with arc, and you had stasis shards with stasis, but you're gonna have fire sprites with solar and void breaches with with void, obviously. So they're trying a little bit of something there. So that that's kind of a good thing. Um, but I just, I don't know, it, it just feels like they're taking away the uniqueness for no reason, and it just feels very odd, I don't really know, so, it just feels weird. So, um, do you, like, do you have any other opinion on that? Because honestly, I, I, I just, it feels, um, it just feels weird. In my opinion, I think they're trying to make it more streamlined for new, the new lights, so they don't get confused as easily, and so build crafting can be more more of like a fluid type thing 
so they can the new lights can understand it better and have like better understanding of what goes with what build. Yes, but like I don't know, like like and granted, the one thing they did talk about in the article as well is they're they're they kind of elaborated how they're adding loadouts to the game and no longer will you have to use um outside api sources like destiny item manager to create loadouts but at the same time i think similar to what they finally did with um the seraph shield mission explaining um how they how they explained the parts of deepstone crypt for like newer players who don't play deepstone a lot it would make sense if you had those kind of pop-ups for newer players to understand certain mods and one thing that a lot of people touched on was the fact that, like, they're getting rid of Warmind cells the season after a Warmind themed season. So, like, I don't know. It just, like, it, 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 I'm excited and cautiously optimistic for new ways to build crap, but it feels really odd the way they're just like, eh, just throw it all together. Like, it just, I, I don't know. It just, it just feels weird. Okay. So, like, bro, also, so, like, um, what I, like we just got a new exotic bow that can generate more mind cells. Literally, the main um thing if you spawn a more mind cell with it um and you shoot the more mind cell, it gives you a bigger tracking ring. How are we gonna supposed to be able to get that huge tracking ring now after more mind cells have been deleted from the? That's game? so true. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. Well, I don't even have a bow yet. I I need to run that dungeon. But like, (laughs) but like, just in general, that is a good point that like that whole system is going out the window. You created a brand new war mind themed bow that interacts with more mind cells. And now you're just like, eh, yeah, just get rid of them. And it just like, so like, it almost feels like they're closing a door on war mind content, despite putting the the war mind in an exo body that's going to be involved in content for God knows how long. And yeah. I even saw from a a recent like like one of the questions that 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 they talked about with PC Gamer that we're going to talk about in a second. Um, they asked about Siva, and they even said, hey, yo, like we think the door is closed on Siva." But a lot of people still want Siva content. Now it's going to be the same way here, where people want Warmind content, and now they're not gonna really going to get it other than like Rasputin walking around in an exo body. So okay. I just. It feels really odd the way they're just like throw it all in the trash or combine it into one blender. Yeah. So from there, like that, that was pretty much like the, the the entirety of that that blog post from last week talking about the mod system. We would go more in depth. There's a lot to talk about the past week, well, like past two weeks. So that's kind of the overview of it, and we will dive more into it as time goes on. But just there's no new systems are coming. They're combining some old systems. They're getting rid of some. So just keep that in mind. Um, so before all the drama happened Tuesday, there was a PC Gamer article that came out where they got an exclusive chance to interview Bungie. Um, and they talked about something like, like a sort of follow-up to the, 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 the new mod article. And one thing that came up in the discussion was resilience. <laughs> and boy, howdy. <laughs> I go off. Go uh, on. I mean, like, I, I've been wanting to talk about this for a minute. I even hinted at it on TikTok that, like, this this topic has been infuriating, and it even like leads into into a topic about the barricade nerfs that happened on Tuesday. But in general, with resilience, 
this is a, the the nerf that occur. Well, the nerf that's coming in Lightfall is very frustrating because they announced in the PC Gamer article that they are nerfing the forty percent damage reduction that that resilience gives you if you're at tier ten down to thirty percent. And the reason why this is frustrating for a lot of people in the community is because for a while now, ever since um, the controversy with Divinity happened. Um, one well-known streamer slash uh, day one raider uh, like uh, of Clan Elysium uh, that we talked about previously, Salto Greppo, three-time world's first winner, Salto Greppo, came out and well has been coming out for months and months and months now. Every well, weeks and weeks ever since the div nerf, and been saying in the background of of tweets saying we need to nerf well, we need to nerf the resilience buff that happened, and it's been this ongoing thing. Be, what what it come, what what's been the main issue and what a lot of casual players have been saying is that it comes off as if he is saying I want harder content and it doesn't feel like I'm getting harder content because if I build into the hundred resilience I just get perfect damage reduction I can survive every piece of content in the game. However, I understand like that's not really what he's like what he's saying. He's saying that like from his perspective, the mechanic is overpowered. You can tank too much and it's not balanced for the game overall. I vehemently disagree. And originally I was gonna come at this like just full on fire. Oh, 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 oh you agree? Cool. <laughs> you can keep on going. Originally, I was gonna be like just full on fire with this and be like, yo. I am just so like mad. I I like I don't understand why he's coming at this from way. And the fact that he's been constantly saying this now, Bungie's like, okay, cool, we'll nerf it. And, it, and granted, I'll stick to my guns. What I said about Salter Grandpa had nothing to do with this. They might have noticed it and looked into it, but Salter Grandpa directly had nothing to do with this. Though, from the fact that he said something about Div and now. The resilience nerf is happening after he said something multiple times. Strike two is a little is not nothing to knock at. So while it's a bad look overall for Bungie to like to appear as if they're they're listening to streamers, granted, he even said it's not enough, which that's even worse to say. There's a deeper seated issue here. And the the, the biggest issue that I see, and after uh, watching Fallout Plays video on what was going on. I have kind of reached a conclusion with everything because in Fallout's video, it kind of like explained a better way to look at it because for a lot of people, having to run 100 resilience means it's mandatory. Like if you want to survive this content, you have to run 100 resilience, full stop, nothing you can do. And that's frustrating for a lot of people because they want to build into mobility if you're 100. They want to build into recovery if you're a warlock. You want to build into other stats and whatnot for different kinds of builds. However, the point of a defense stat in an RPG is to provide defense, provide damage reduction. Because before they added the damage reduction to it, it was only providing you bonus health. And that's kind of cool, but there needs to be more done. And one thing that um, It's Cowboy, friend of the show, posted on TikTok was a whole layout of why not, instead of nerfing resilience, in making it so it only gives you 30% reduction, make it so each tier gives you like 10, 20, 30, 40 damage reduction. That way you can choose how much of a damage reduction you have, but also 
make mobility matter. Make it how mobility gives you be- like, like better movement, better jump overall, and have different things that contribute to it. Make your recovery be might be even more snappy, but also give you yeah. faster ability ability regen if you build into it. Make your intellect matter more. Make your your discipline matter more. Make your strength matter more. Rather than we need to stop this like nerfing down and why not buff upward to make things equal? Because when you look at it overall, that's what Bungie's been kind of doing for a while now. When it comes to things like Lorely, there's been the fears of things like of nerfing Heart of Most Light soon. There's been this thing of just nerfing down rather than buffing other exotics that are seeing no play whatsoever up because if if you if like if you nerf heart of most light then it's just a knockoff halifier heart no one's going to use heart of most light or halifier heart if you nerf lorely into the ground which they've done you barely see it be used and it's just in the, in the trash with kefri's horn and um like the the big ass football player gauntlets for for fusion grenades and like everything else it's just in the garbage and no one wants to use it so why are we like and granted there's the fear of power creep but there should be the ability to recognize this isn't really a problem let's just tweak it and make it more balanced with the rest of the stats and here's the thing you should be able to build craft with it. There should be a balance. There should be something that goes on with it. And if you're playing hard as hell content, like Grandmasters, like Master Raids, like Master Dungeons, you should have to build into your defense stat. If, and I, 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 I've been honestly, saying this off and on for, oh, sorry, go ahead, Alchemy. Honestly, because, um, like, hell, when we're running GMs, I always run a hundred resilience. 40% damage reduction doesn't mean anything to that high-level content. Because, hell, I remember when we were running um, Inside Terminus, and I got shredded by just a fucking legionary. And, and I was running 100, 100 resilience, and I got, like, fucking four-shot by him. But also... um. Like with that, uh, with resilience changes, it's almost like what they did with protective light and well tenacity, because with um, protective light they wanted to see the users go down. They nerfed it to thirty um, percent and buffed um, well tenacity up to thirty percent. So they're pretty much they don't care about what they like. They're just trying to feed find the easiest way out is what i'm thinking right now well you just brought up a good point that um with well tenacity and productive light that's a perfect way to to, to talk about the the issue of nerfing rather than and rather than raising up you saw protective light giving you a 50 percent damage reduction on activation and well tenacity giving you a 10 percent what they did was they decreased Protective light down to 10% and buffed well tenacity to 30%. Hey, here's an idea, y'all. Why not make both of them 30 and make it so that there's a reason to use elemental well mods as well as charge with light mods? Because you saw this steep decline. Unless you were running a hardcore grenade build with like Starfire Protocol or you were a warlock using stasis uh, nades for like turrets, you saw no one using 
uh, like charge with light firepower or anything like that, or unless you're doing storm grenades, which that's a whole other uh, discussion. Like, let, like unless you saw those three builds whatsoever, you never saw anyone using charge with light anymore. You saw people like leaning hard into elemental well builds, and ironically enough, Bungie kind of forced it. They're like, we want you to run elemental well builds. We are going to nerf everything into the ground, whether it be Warmind Cell mods or Charge with Light. We are going to nerf them into the ground, despite literally with um, uh, Season of the Chosen, we gave you Taking Charge, which made Charge with Light easier to activate. Then we're going to nerf how you generate orbs. Then it's like, oh, now we're going to force you to run Elemental Wells. Now we're going to get rid of Elemental Wells and make getting orbs be important. So you're going to have to run Siphon mods despite us limiting how orbs were generated in the first place. So it feels really dumb when in reality you could have left orb generation the way it was. You could have made it so Charge with Light mods and Elemental Well mods were equal. That way, going into Lightfall, you see this balance and there's ways to build craft into both that aren't broken. Now, if I'm talking out of my ass and they randomly just buff protective light back to 30 uh, or 230, I'll be cracking the hell up. But like in general, it feels like Bungie has this problem where they nerf into the ground and don't look for a balance. They're like, like, because that's the issue. And here's my thing when it comes to Fallout's argument of mandatory and Salt of Greppo just saying, oh, this is busted. Here's the thing that no one really wants to talk about. And it's been mentioned partially when it comes to the fact of like, oh, you just want harder content. If you just want to, like, if you want harder content, just don't do the thing. Well, it's there. They're going to do it. But also, you do realize, unless you are just the skilled, the best of the best, sir, men in black up in this place, you still can be one shot at 100 resilience in most GMs. It's not debatable. It doesn't matter how good your build is. doesn't matter what mod you're running. doesn't matter what's going on. You still can be one shot at 100 resilience in every Grandmaster and Master Raid and Dungeon in the game. Like, you're running Light Blade last season. Me running 100 resilience, 100 recovery, 100 intellect. Running around dropping bubbles on people. Or, or at one point I was running Banner Shield with the same bills, same stats. I would see the freaking light bearing hives frisbee come around the corner. Done. It was over. I was automatically dead and there was nothing you could do about it. Alchemy was there. He was running them with me. And he can speak to that. Like you were just dead on sight. Or if a boomer anti-barrier keeps like hitting you over and over and over again. You are going to die, and there is nothing you can do about it. Or the scream, um, freaking hall, or the the final boss fight with light blade, or if you're running corrupted and you randomly get teleported in that big hall and just get one uh, shot by an ogre, you're done. There's nothing you can do about it. Or if you just keep taking damage upon damage. Your 100 resilience doesn't mean anything. Doesn't matter how fast you dodge. Doesn't matter how fast you put up your barricade or your rift. You can die in wells in GM content. So that well argument can get out of here as well. And it doesn't seem as hard for you because you are a top tier player. You are a three time first, world's first raider. You are going to see less difficulty with the content. And I understand you want to see balance, but just saying hard nerf is not the way to do it. 
there could because let's be 100 honest if bungie would have just rolled out that that the nerf and just said hey resilience stay at 40 but you'll see like not at 90 resil you get 30 damage reduction at, at 80 uh, at 80 resil you get 20 damage reduction people would have been like cool and then you would have seen like recovery get a bonus thing at, at higher levels or mobility at a higher level and also that, that also kind of lends into the barricade issue of this past week people wouldn't even be mad at resilience the way it is if it wasn't tied to Titan Barricade ability regen, if there was a whole other class ability regen stat, that would be even less reason to be mad about 100 Brazil. But people don't want to see that. So I've ranted enough about this for like for a hot minute, but it just <laughs> it just it really bugs me when we're over here like nerf resilience, it's too busted. When you're not thinking of the bigger picture, we're seeing like like because the ten the ten percent it isn't that bad, but you should see. And Bungie kind of said there will be bonus like incentives to run lower because it'll be like a tier like a curve, but they're not. They didn't say what the curve was. It could be like five ticks. It could be ten ticks, like per, per tier or something like that. But they're not saying that. They probably will never say what the heck it is. So Bungie needs to actually say eighty Brazil gives you this. 70 Brazil gives you this and that would incentivize people to start running 100 mobility but like 80 Brazil or whatever the heck else that would be balance but instead we're just like nerf it it's too powerful it's too powerful it's like why just why and even with this with the font of uh the next thing that's kind of been touched on matter of fact let me let me let me shut up for a second alchemy do you want to speak on this <laughs> no it's fine it's fine no. But um, but I think what Bungie is afraid of, like you said, is that power creep because they've always had this power creep um subtlety in the back of their mind, and that's probably why they don't want to buff stuff up with it. They want to bring it down. So if there is like a power creep issue, like they could say, "Hey, we're doing this now," but like um. It's just that power creep that Bungie's afraid of. And honestly, in my opinion, if there's a power creep issue, let it happen for like a little bit. But like, but also, like, they didn't have to nerf resilience this hard because, um, one of the things, like, you said you can get one shot in GMs, like, that should give you, give, um, a more incentive of, saying hey run these mods so you can get a higher defense stat like well tenacity you can make that 40 percent into a 70 percent if you run it yeah so like, like that would that would make so much more sense it would be more viable but we're not even looking at that so it just it it just got under my skin a little bit. The other thing that they talked about in the article was the font of Mightner. And granted, I'm not someone that uses font of Might a lot because I don't, I would rather use a combination of well of tenacity and well of life for survivability and raids and stuff like that. But people for DPS checks, you saw a rise of people using font of Might because they would like use melee well maker or something similar to generate an elemental well. And then they would get a, a damage bonus to the element for a certain amount of time. So you would see like um, void elementals uh, wells being generated to then use with um, the void linear fusion rifle and a type and everyone's been using. 
or you saw stasis being generated to run with Reed's Regret, and it would be the, this bonus of damage that would be very beneficial. Now they're like, hey, not only are we going to nerf it overall from, from like, I think it's like a 30% bonus to like 20 something, but also if you want to get to that 20, you got to run multiple copies of that mod. That feels like a, a hard, hard nerf, but apparently there's things they're going to be doing to give you more ways to build for damage overall. So that's exciting. But overall, I feel like, 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 um, Alchemy's saying, there's a fear to dive into power. Like, 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 like there's a fear of power creep. And overall, it really feels like with this situation that Bungie had missed the mark. And I think like a top tier players are missing the point overall that there isn't like, like running a hundred resilience isn't a thing. Like this is supposed to de-incentivize you from build crafting. It's supposed to incentivize you for build crafting because what sense does it make for you to be a like, like unless there was like a way for you to run less resilience but get higher damage what sense does it make to run less health and have less damage reduction in hard content none like legitimately like like there's no reason now if they said like yo if you run like a hundred strength you get like 10% more damage to all weapons or melee or something like that, that would be a definite reason to run less resilience and push into, into strength or something similar. Like but, intellect, you if you hit 100 intellect, your supers do more damage. Exactly. Like, because there, right now in Destiny 2, there is no such thing as a glass cannon build. And in, in most RPGs I play, there is at least one way to run a glass cannon. Right. Like, if, and, and one thing that actually was said by Salter Greppel was Destiny is an FPS first, but that statement couldn't be farther from the truth. Destiny is, like, it has been pushed by Bungie from day one, whether it was Activision saying it or Bungie saying it post Activision separation, that this game is supposed to be an MMORPG light or something similar to an uh, MMORPG. Keywords are P or key letters RPG. It's a role playing game. So you're supposed to see space fantasy and different things of that regard. And you're going to see stat distribution that should reflect that. And it makes perfect sense because in every other RPG, if I build into defense, I'm going to get more defense. Like, I, like it, it, it really feels like because there's such a, like a crossover of communities with things like call of duty and, and things of that nature people don't consider that they don't understand that yo these things are supposed to be built in this certain way that doesn't mean bungie has hit the mark with it and we need to work on it it means that that was a first step possibly and we could be looking at more in the future but you see it as hey i'm taking so much damage i'm just busted that's not what that means that means you built good into your build and you're having to suffer in other ways because you can't run those other stats. You built into defense. Okay, cool. Can like, like compensate with different mods, like run melee kickstart, run grenade kickstart to make up for your grenade being a lower stat. There's things to make up for it. So it just, once Bungie is able to work out the kinks and maybe add things to different stats, it'll make a little bit more sense, I think. <sighs> I, I've, I've done it. <laughs> that's my whole rant on that whole situation with resilience because like it was just it was so infuriating. i had to like like originally i was gonna like 
hop on TikTok and just yell. And then I was like, you know what? I got to just take a minute and just think about what the heck I'm going to say. And then lo and behold, Cowboy just like threw out this whole scenario of what these different stats could do. And I was like, someone understands what I'm thinking. And it makes perfect sense. <laughs> um, so from there, we got to Tuesday. And <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> but <laughs> we had just accepted there was going to be a pack. There was going to be a, a hot fix. That was going to introduce some changes. Like They were going to nerf barricades because everyone threw a fit about barricades for like a half a season. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. But um, in general, the game just kind of crashed. Like it just burnt to the ground for a little bit because when people loaded in after downloading the hotfix, they found out that like their seals were missing, their triumphs were missing, the game was having horrible latency issues, like bosses were recovering health. There was all this stuff going on. And then Bungie was like, yo, we're taking the whole game offline. <laughs> and then we, we heard nothing for like, like, like we didn't hear, we heard things. They were like, they kept saying, hey, we're working on it, we're working on it, we're working on it. But we didn't get to get back into the game till the next day. And it was to the point that Bungie had to like use a last resort, which was rolling back the step, like the, 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 the save clock on everybody to prior to the, the hot fix going out to get everybody's stuff back. And that's like last resort type stuff, like going to a priest, like, 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 a, like, a, like a prior save data, like of that high regard is a last resort. And thankfully, like, like up until up until the day, we were kind of like, what's going on? Bungie even like said on Wednesday that, um, hey, this was something we were working on. We don't really have a whole lot of like info for you, but hey, it's fixed. But um, then today, Bungie came out on the TWAB and was like, hey, let's explain what kind of happened because like um, things happened. And what they ended up basically saying was, hey, um, they uh, like oh, like they were going like oh, the, the issue well, like, overall was um, if I can find it here in the 12 real quick, um, they accidentally reran an older uh, safe state for like ev- like everybody. They they basically put everybody's account back to before beyond light. Like unintentionally, they randomly just put everybody back to before Beyond Light. And when I read that in the swab, I was like, yo, what? <laughs> like, that's two years worth of data right there. Oh my God. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? And um, they, so basically, what they had to do, they had to pull like the dead man switch, take everybody offline, and they had to recopy old uh, data to get everything back the way it was. And they uh, identified the problem and just put everyone back to the old safe state. And um, like, like, like it was like right before the hot fix went out. And what's funny is everyone was kind of like bl- like lambasting Bungie, like uh, different creators put out videos like this is the end. The game's being held together by tape. And granted, that's a concern. That's a that's a viable concern. People were like, yo, the game is kind of on pins and needles right before a new expansion. What happens if we all download Lightfall and the whole game blows up and like years of content is just gone? And what a lot of people are getting frustrated by is like the hardcore Destiny defenders that are like, yo, Bungie can do no wrong, yada, yada. And I'm like, that's that's an extreme. But what I will say is 
while we can criticize Bungie, we can go, hey, we're really concerned. What a lot, what I think what a lot of people like those hardcore uh, Bungie defenders are kind of doing is going, hey, take the time you need to fix it and supporting the devs is because look what happened like not even a year ago where when they said we're not bringing it back Twilight Garrison, y'all, like everyone lost their shit and like we're threatening devs' lives and stuff. Like, that's probably where a lot of the like hardcore defenders came out at. And you've seen a rise of like people trying to say, hey, thank you for all your hard work and stuff like that. Because there is things going on in the community right now. There's people over at Ubisoft who are like on strike right now because of the issues at Ubisoft with different development games like that. There's like just the, the lack of respect for devs from their communities and whatnot. So like so you've got mistreatment from higher ups in certain in certain uh, like uh studios. But then you have this mistreatment and attacks from like the lesser, like from the communities. So yeah. you, that, that's probably where you get those like white knights that like, nothing can go wrong. We need to, to just defend and defend and defend. But but at the same time, there needs to be room for actual criticism. So this like this entire situation that happened was very concerning. It definitely like shows that the game's kind of in an interesting place right now. Like a lot of error codes. Um, there was. <laughs> one point earlier even today where i i did a scarlet keep and um i was trying to get my legend of acreus catalyst because i hadn't done it yet and come to find like i literally finished the mission nothing happened i got like a little bit of nightfall loot went to orbit went to the tower and then the legend of acreus catalyst popped up on my screen as i obtained it and i was like what <laughs> Latency. Like that's some lateness, son. So like I get I I I very much am in the camp of we need to give respectful but constructive criticism, but not attack the devs, dang Vlad. Yeah. So th- there's these two extremes on the on both sides of like attack or defend. We need to meet in the middle and have a peaceful conversation. <laughs> Yeah, we need we need a peace treaty. <laughs> it just I don't know. It just like that entire situation just had me like, yo, what? Um so but from there, like the once that entire situation finally developed and then different nerves, like like the different nerves and buffs came out, um DMT got slaughtered on mouse and keyboard, and I find it hilarious. Um but DMT is like go, like Dead Man's Tale is going on in history as like one of the most buffed and nerfed weapons of all time because like Bungie can't figure out a good like medium like 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 per like like common ground with that gun. It's either buff it high or buff it. That's a perfect example of like Bungie doing extremes rather than finding a comfortable medium. And it just that gun came back out swinging real hard this season. Is all I can say. <laughs> Top of the trials list multiple times. <laughs> so it just. Like from there, the other big like nerf that happened that I've kind of already hinted about was barricades. So let's rewind the clock to first trials of Osiris week of this season. Similar to what happened with Lord of Wolves a couple seasons ago, we saw just a random uptick of hey, we're on a long range map. Um, lose Midtown. We're on a long-range map. Scout rifles and pulse rifles have been buffed extremely to the point that they're like 
able to win duels with hand cannons now. Let's just sit behind barricades with, with Saiten's Ramparts, an exotic that has not been buffed, has not been nerfed, has not had anything done to it, and just shoot people. Granted, Saiten's Ramparts already gives you less health to your, to your shield already. I believe base barricade has 400 health, and Saiten's Ramparts has 200 health. You already have that going. Most fusion rifles can one-shot either a regular barricade or a, a Saiten barricade. Um, anti-barrier, pol- anti-barrier mods in general can do tons of damage to barricades. Um, grenades can, like, like fusion grenades, solar grenades, uh, vortex grenades can do tons of damage to barricades. Um, the hockey breach armaments that Bungie literally rolled out this season with a rework where they said, hey, hockey breach armaments can do more damage to bubbles, wells, and barricades. You just saw this random uptick from that weekend of trials onward where you saw tons of people using barricades with Saiten's ramparts to win trials. And you just saw this uproar of people saying, nerf barricades, nerf barricades, nerf barricades. And I'm over here like, yo, what? What's going on? Like, nothing's changed about barricades at all. They've been the same for years now. Ever since they, they first came out, they've been, like, other than... Um, they lowered the towering barricade to the floor. Nothing's chilling. And then I think they buffed the amount of damage you take when you run through them like an idiot. Nothing's yeah, I, changed I, about I, them. Like a man. Speak on it. Yeah. Um. Well. Um. I remember that one trials game where a f- a fusion rifle fucking destroyed my barricade and me at the same time in the mm-hmm. same shot. Like, why do they need a nerf? Because that's equivalent to about five to six hundred health. Because I remember it was a void barricade, right? That's about like six hundred health. That that fusion rifle just destroyed. And not only that, you get an overshield from void barricades, and your timer is already longer when you run void because of the overshield that the barricade gives you so people just kept complaining and complaining and complaining about barricades for so long this past few weeks along with Saiten's ramparts to where with this new patch bungie has effectively made it so if you have a Saiten's rampart barricade that shit dies immediately like it doesn't matter what comes to it like if only a little bit of gunfire hits it it's gone if fusion rifle hits it not even all the pellets have to hit it it's gone um, shotgun gone, sniper gone. Like everything hits this thing, it's out of there. Um, regular barricades take so much more damage. And if you run a void barricade, your barricade takes literally almost a, like between 30 and, and like seconds and a minute to come back. Even at tier 10, it takes about 30 seconds or about 35 seconds with um with like even with even with utility two utility kickstart mods on and i'm sitting here like bro and i even tested i went into rumble to get my rose for the week and if you have tier 10 with two utility kickstart mods on you can get your barricade about like maybe once per uh, round of, of crucible like if you're running like survival or something like that or like uh, elimination you can get your barricade you can get your barricade like once per round 
but that's it like that's literally it there's like if someone runs lower than tier 10 good luck and it's like people are like we gotta get rid of ability spam ability spam is such a big problem not that much of a problem like there was even some people who were saying there's not even a point of running void titan anymore there's not there's not a point of running titans period to some people now because you, the whole point of a barricade is supposed to slow down the gameplay to impede damage from hitting you the way you can recover disengage and, and go back into a fight and now it's like what's the point like legitimately it, it, i don't i don't know there's no point because most likely we're gonna see a decline in titans and crucible and we're most likely gonna see an uptake in either warlocks or hunters because well, and, that barricade yeah. is is hitting the titans hard well and what's crazy about it is hunters are already the most dominant class in pvp which like to the point that it almost like is i believe it's more than titans and warlocks combined and and then the problem with that is People, well, I love the problem. The reason why that is is because there's so many people coming and thinking over things from like Call of Duty and different uh, FPSs because hunters are the easiest to pick up. They're still like, like they jump similar to Call of Duty, they jump similar to Fortnite, they jump, they jump with those similar format formats. There's less of a space fantasy element to them. Like, yeah, you can go Invis, yeah, but like other than that, there's not really a whole much different from just playing a regular FPS. Titans, you have increased strength, you have a barricade, you have like high, like different, you have like a higher jump that's like literally you hovering in the air. Warlock, same thing. You can heal, your jump is different, there's different mechanics to you. You have like you have push and pull elements to you. And people see that as not willing to really mess with and not really willing to even engage with. And because they come from that Call of Duty FPS background, they have a running gun mindset, they have a running gun get there, get the kill, don't think, no consequences mindset. But the barricade and the, and the rift were designed to change the combat element, to make it so you had to think about your choices. You have no idea how many times I will win engagements by dumb people, whether it be hunters, warlocks, titans, whoever, dumb people rushing through my barricade, I just punch them. And they're dead because the whole point of a barricade is supposed to be a defensive layer to slow down gameplay. And people don't like that. People see it as a threat because it, it, it defeats the purpose of their FPS experience. And when there's enough to the point that I can run a barricade, multiple barricades per round, whether it's just two or if a whole team of Titans run barricades to the point they can put three barricades up and not have to worry about getting hit, people see that as a threat. Not, oh, let me throw a grenade and kill them. Let me throw a wither horde and kill them. Let me fusion rifle or do enough damage to it. That way it dies and then engage with, with, with the opponent again. Because I can't run in there and just uh, get a kill. I have to think. They see it as a think, like, like an impediment to them having to think. And it's a problem to them. And it's yeah. frustrating. Well, right now I have... um Last week's trials report pulled up. The class usage was 39% of it was Titans, and 39% of it was Hunters. And the most used subclasses for um, um, Hunter was Solar. Right behind that was Void. And for Titans, it was Arc, then Void. 
Well, that's arc and, was because of the storm the, the, the storm made usage, but the, the storm nades got nerfed into the ground, which I find hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so it just right. yeah, it just it, you're gonna, you're like, at the lowest right now. Well, that's because warlocks really don't have any any good PvP stuff overall besides stasis, and stasis is in last place. Overall, Warlocks, like, Kid has been diminished to where their rifts are the longest cooldown overall. Despite them being the healer class, their shit should be at least mid-tier between Titans and, and, and Hunters. Um, and thankfully, I will say Bungie did nerf Hunter's dodge, but you're still going to see if I if someone runs a Hunter mobility and, has, and runs Utility Kickstart, they're probably going to get their dodges back constantly compared to someone being able to throw up a barricade. And... Hunters will swear up and down, oh, we hate barricades, we hate barricades, but they'll be real quick to dodge invis and go run away, or they'll dodge invis and run up in your face. And I speak, I say this as someone who's played all three classes and does all three classes every season, because I have to, like, grind for loot and things like that and get and get the high levels for GMs. So I understand how each class works, despite me being a Titan main. So that's what a lot of people don't even do, is play other classes and try to get their perspective. And now it's to the point where resilience has been nerfed into the ground. And I even saw when I ran a GM today, I, 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 I ran inside terminus to help someone get their conqueror seal. And I lived like, there was a stark difference from when um, me and alchemy ran it last week and me running it this, like this week where I was able to drop a barricade, heal up between hits and pull out and re-engage. And then like, in a few more seconds, like, like I'll get another barricade. Once my barricade dropped, I have another barricade. I can't do that now. I have to legit, like, actually look for physical, like, cover in the arena of Inside Terminus to survive. And even then, the enemies are rushing me like crazy. So yeah, you got like five or six gladiators <laughs> rushing in at you, and they can mm-hmm. one shot you. At least with the barricade, if they rush through it, they will lose health and they'd be confused for a short time. I can't do that now. So it feels very frustrating when people cried out for this nerf without understanding the fundamentals of what the barricade did. And there's even some Titan mates who are like, oh, this has been coming for a long time. It needed to happen. No, it didn't. No, it did not. It, like, if it needed to happen, there needed to be a, like, a, a system where it was less than this. Like, 30 wow. seconds for a cooldown, bro. Like, that's a lot, especially in PvP or even in PvE where your time matters in high end PvE. That's a problem. What's the like? Dude, now we're even de incentivizing people from build crafting by saying, hey, it doesn't matter if you build into tier 10 resilience, your barricade ain't showing up on time. And it's like, well, crap, I guess I'll just die. And it just. And some people are like, oh, we have to be more methodical and think. Haven't we been telling y'all to think when it comes to barricades in the first place? Like, what? Yeah. It just, ugh, I'm just, I'm frustrated. <laughs> so, yeah, I that, that's my That's my little rant about the resilience. And I wasn't even on the agenda. I threw that in there after the fact. Um, but let's get, let's get into some good stuff. Cause yesterday, yesterday's article, Plus today's article, there was a lot of good stuff. Yeah, there so, was some juicy, juicy stuff in there. Mm, yes, because first of all, um, if we look at yesterday's blog post that Bungie put out, they straight up said, hey, yo, so like, 
you know how we mentioned legacy a legacy focusing coming um here's an explanation of how that works and they straight up said hey yo so like you, like all these nightfall trials gambit guns that like haven't that, that we've been rotating out you can like almost craft all of them but, uh, but and be able to like get them now but you're gonna pay a lot of freaking legendary shots <laughs> and yeah that's, that's a lot but, but yeah but that's also the cost of saying hey you can't get this anymore but now you can so we're gonna bring it back at a extended price Right, and one thing like like a lot of people were saying was this is a good way for Bungie to sort of combat the FOMO. So what are we talking about? So like, um, one example of the Nightfall legacy focusing is if you don't have a certain Nightfall weapon a lot, like like perfect example, if you're a new light that um came in post last season and like like like, like during last season and wasn't able to get a hothead rocket launcher, or and, a dumbass that deleted his both of his. Mm-hmm. Like this motherfucker over here. <laughs> um, you will have like, well, like, like say it, or like specifically in regards to the fact, like, if you're a new light who never got it, you have to pay upwards of seven hundred. Uh, I believe it was seven hundred, right? Let me let me double check that. Let me double check that. Um, nightfall up and focusing. Um, due to the cost, focusing cost. Where is it at? Because they said a specific. Okay, cool. <clears throat> if like for like if if you haven't gotten it before, it's going to be fifty legendary le- legendary shots. Oh, no, actually, for this one, for Nightfall specifically, it doesn't matter. Um, I think yeah. specifically they said for trials though, there was well, actually well, like like you're gonna have to pay like seven uh, um like seven uh engram. Actually, no, there we go. Here we go. If a weapon has not been focused before, seven. Vanguard engrams, hundred legendary shards, ten thousand glimmer. But if you haven't focused one of the nightfall weapons before, it's only three engram. Well, like like if you have, like if you have, like yeah, if you have gotten it before. So if you have not acquired it before, hundred legendary shards, seven engrams, ten thousand glimmer. But if you have acquired it before, say if you ran a GM or a nightfall previously got the hothead you can't you only have to pay three vanguard engrams 25 legendary shards but twenty five thousand glimmer so if you're a new light y'all gonna have to cough up a lot which that kind of sucks and i think bungie might roll that back at some point that's that's really steep like you're like especially because they're like yo seven engrams you only get you and the thing only goes up to set rank 17 that means you're gonna have to do so many night like, like 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 say if you want multiple rolls of a gun, like like at the very least you have to pay seven to unlock it, and then pay three. So in one rank setting, you have to get seven, and then get um nine more engrams. You get that's four rolls, that's four rolls total for rank sixteen. Then get another reset. <coughs> Excuse me. You get another reset, and then have to keep rolling ranks of three to get more rolls. So, but then, what if you don't have like like say if you don't have malicious birthright uncrafted, you have to pay seven more and then do three 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 three. 
So you could be doing, you have to do so many nightfalls as a new light that you're resetting Zavala's rank so many times. Now, granted, there will be times when they say, hey, double Vanguard points and stuff like that. You'll see people just going ham. But you're, like that's going to be like legitimately people just having to sit there and re- like like redo ranks so many times that you're sitting upwards of like 30 engrams for Zavala. And with Crucible, it's really easy to reset shacks like 10, like, like about 10 times a season because of trials. Because not only do you get Crucible rank, you get trials rank. So you're able to then farm Saints rank system and uh, Shax's rank system. So you get upwards of like 10 resets per season if you play Trials. But with a Zavala, it, I'm wondering if there's going to be a differential of, well, the Kyrie is a differential. You get more Vanguard points per Nightfall versus um, the per Strike. But I wonder if they're going to have to increase that. Because if you're going to charge people 7 engrams and 3 engrams per roll, that's going to be steep. I don't know how you would feel about that alchemy because that that looked pretty steep to me. Honestly, I I think it's justified for seven engrams because really speak on because they are getting content, they are getting weapon that they cannot get adept. But no, you can, that, you 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 can focus the adept weapons. It's only with trials you can't focus. Like you 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 can't do it. But with um, GMs, you can focus like one adept weapon per week. Ah, I'm reading that now. Okay. Um. So you can get the the normal like unless it's like hothead. I believe they said hothead. Um, where was it? Plug one hothead Azumi, the comedian, duty bound, DFA horrors, least and silicon aroma won't be able to ever like to be in the adept pool per week. Only like the swarm buzzard and things of that nature that are in the current loot pool for GMs will be able to be gained as adepts. So hothead can't roll as an adept, but you have to pay seven engrams to unlock it. I think it's kind of steep. Honestly, I think back what I said, but I think they should (laughs) kind of high, like maybe five engrams. Maybe four. I think it should be if you've already unlocked it, pay one, and then like, but then have to pay like however many, like like a large amount of legendary shards and a large amount of um, but like a glimmer. But then if you haven't unlocked it, three sounds reasonable because um, we already deal with Iron Banner and Gambit, which granted those just got rolled back to where they're lesser, but those are only one engram. I think if you haven't unlocked the gun, it should be three. And then if you have unlocked it, pay the one. Because like if the if the cost is the legendary shards and the glimmer, that makes perfect sense. But if you're charging people tons of engrams, that means you're they're gonna have to reset Zavala a ton. But also if we give people more incentive to run more strikes, because um what I've seen is it usually takes me like a good like five minutes to queue up a strike. That's fair. Yeah, no, like recently strikes and nightfalls, like solo queuing has been kind of like lackluster. So I guess that kind of makes sense. Because they're trying to bring more people into strikes and 
get more incentive of people doing that the strike content because people like oh it's easy it's easy but like now they have an incentive to do that content now yeah that's a, that's a good way to look at it. i didn't i didn't think about it like that um so like it definitely could increase the usage but like i i don't i i think like like you said if anything i think i'm like 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 five because that seven is steep that that legit means like like half the damn rank system it will well, 40% of the rank system already, unless they're going to increase the rank system the way it's like 30 rather than 20, that would make, or like 17, like, like, or go from 17 to 20 or, or something higher. It would make a lot more sense to me at least. But overall, I'm excited for like the legacy focusing because you're seeing guns come back that haven't been here in a while. They even said with Iron Banner, you're getting things like P-Spawn to come back, Archon My Thunder. P-Spawn. <laughs> I'm going to say, including Finality, the Telescope Sniper that I want to get a better roll of because I need to get a better mag and a barrel. Um, Reese Walker is coming back for those who never got Reese Walker. Uh, for, like, they're, they're bringing back old Iron Banner armor sets. They're bringing back old Strike and Crucible and Gambit armor sets. Um, Trials of Osiris coming out swinging, giving you the... Back, baby. Giving you shot. They're, they're, they're not only giving us the ability to focus for the exile armor back, but like the original like D2, like later on D1 armor set. That was the first like trials armor set for D2 that like so many people have asked to bring back. You can focus that now, but they're like Shira's Wrath, Reeves Regret, Aisha's Embrace, and Burden of Guilt and Forgiveness that are leaving at the end of the season will be able to be focused but then, then the, these motherfuckers—they said, "Hey, yo, so like, we 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 know we just rolled out with a slug shotgun this season, but we're gonna we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna bring back something a little hot." And they said, "Oh, yo, so like, not only are we giving you a new SMG called the Immortal uh, into the mix." We're gonna bring out Astral Horizon back, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Because as somebody who used to get just matted, just to get destroyed by Fell Winters and Horizon, it sucks. I came back during season of Arrivals. I never got to get Fell Winters during the Fell Winter mission. I had to wait until it was able to get from the kiosk, and even then, like it already got the, the the big nerf where Quick Draw was taken off of it and replaced with Surplus. Now. And then by then, Astral Horizon had left the loot pool entirely when Beyond Light came out. So now they're like, hey, yo, we're going to bring back your boy. And I'm like, this is this is great. This is great. I can smell it. I can smell it finally. <laughs> but, and, and Fallout plays brought this concern too. If the perp pool is ass like you did Mindbenders, I'm going to be pissed. Like, like, oh, like, it, it'll, so many people are gonna be pissed if it's either they're not bringing new perks into its perk pool, or if they're like what they did with my benders completely fucking gut the thing and make like it they took everything That's from it. Now, granted, I will, I will give them the benefit, like, and I've even kind of like rolled back on this a little bit. I will give them the benefit of the doubt with mind benders because mind benders was supposed to be a PVE shotgun. That you got from a PVE activity to even now where it has like Vanguard, uh, the Vanguard uh, origin trait as part of it. However, my guy, this is Astral Horizon. 
this is a trials of osiris weapon if you don't even like if you you can leave you can leave surplus on there you can as long as i have opening shot hell you could even throw threat detector on that thing and give me threat detector opening shot i will be so happy so like just 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 Freshen it up a little bit. Give us some some new hotness, and we're gonna be happy. But if you gut my boy, I'm gonna be so upset. But and like, it's so, like it's so nice because they, they they literally said, "Hey yo, for Iron Banner, you're getting Joram's claw back." And I was like, "Oh," and then, and then they're like, "Hey yo, so we're gonna give you uh, the Exile set and Astral." And I was like, "Oh," so this this is just uh, how how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty hyped for this because. I played during Season of the Hunt when it was available, like, but I was in between clans, and like nobody was playing at that time, so like I never got the chance to even get Astral Horizon or any of the armor pieces. So I'm quite excited for this because I'll be able to finally get um all that stuff that I missed out because. Like no one would want to help me. Yeah. So like this this will definitely be really good sometime. Um, so from here like and they and like and there was one thing that was mentioned in the trials of Osiris focusing that had everyone kind of side-eyed because they said, A, the cost of focusing the adept weapon of the week would only cost one ritual engram, fifty thousand glimmer, fifty legendary shards, and a seven win trials ticket. Not a seven win flawless ticket, a seven win ticket. And I can even I, I can even hear people going, "Hey yo, this 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 uh d- uh d- this this ruins the flawless experience. People are gonna get adept weapons without going flawless." Shut up. Like just, just <laughs> shut up. Because not only have like they like because not only with the most recent patch that nerf resilience, they're over here like, hey yo, we're rolling back all the slide nerfs, we're rolling back a lot of the the airborne effectiveness nerfs. And they're like, hey yo, skill-based matchmaking is coming for trials, probably as well. There's skill-based matchmaking. There's chance they're gonna get rid of the flawless pool, and the funny part is, if you play the flawless pool, you already get free rolls of the adept weapons anyway. So shut up! I've explained several times that the truck, the flawless pool, was never a bad idea. The problem is, it's too easy to be manipulated. The whole, the whole concept of the flawless pool is: the more you play, the more rolls of the guns you get, while other people go flawless in the non-flawless pool. But y'all don't like that. Y'all will swear up and down and say, oh, we don't like it. It's stupid. It makes it too easy for casuals and yada, yada. Cool. Get rid of Flawless Pool. Give me skill-based matchmaking. Because that way, at least the casuals can fight amongst themselves. And if they don't get Flawless, cool. But if they get Flawless and they're skill bracket, cool. Move to the next skill bracket. That's how skill-based matchmaking should work. End of story. Move on. And if I get my Astral Horizon by just getting seven wins, you can kiss my ass. End of story. (laughs) Um, do you have any say on that? Because I don't. I, I'm excited. I don't care because honestly, with me and you and some of the people in our clan, I guarantee that we're at least we're gonna go flawless during that week. 
Oh, most definitely. We will, we will, we, we, you, you will see me. I might even try to go flawless a couple times. Solely, like, or at least go flawless the one time. That way I can ride the flawless pool into the dirt. Because there will be nothing stopping me from getting my child. That thing oh, is going to go I might take that weekend off. Like that whole, like, like that is going to be a glorious time right there. Just like, open, open up the floodgates, that shotgun boy. I best believe. So, um, for those who haven't been paying attention, the giant, like, make sure you look, look, to read the twab. It will be in the, in the show notes. But make sure that you play GMs or Nightfalls this week because this is the last week. The last week you can get horrors least if you want a good if you want a good um, rapid fire frame um, uh, arc pulse rifle. This is the time to get it. If you want something that can compete with peace of mind and battler, this is the time to do it. If you don't do it, it's going to get rotated into a pool where you no longer can get the adept version. If you don't, you're going to miss it out. Um, next week. We get hung jury. Hung jury is staying in the adept pool, but this will be our first chance to get it back with the new origin traits. So get ready for that. It's going to be a great time on Tuesday. I'm going to be living in the freaking birthplace of the vial for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Probably all week. <laughs> but um, just in general, keep that in mind. This is the last week. We're publishing this on Friday. So you have from like all day, all, all, all of Friday, all of Saturday, all of Sunday, all of Monday. To grind for horrors least if you want it and it's even an easier uh nightfall it's called the keep so make sure you grind it make sure you get your horrors least before it leaves rotation that you can only get it as its regular version not as an adept version all right last thing twab uh twab came out and bungie decided to give everyone a little bit of a christmas gift because <laughs> they said hey yo so we know it's the end of the season we know some people are worried about not getting their weapons like the weapons crafted in time so Tuesday, Bungie has announced that every vendor at the helm that gives you an opportunity that once per week you get a guaranteed deep sight weapon if you have enough materials, they're making that to be once per day. So if you grind enough of the Risen Umbral Energy or the, or the, or the Plundered Umbral Energy or the Seraphic or the Haunted, whatever, and you have enough Umbral Engrams, get all of your guns uh, the craftable as fast as possible before the end of the season. We only have less than a month, or be yeah, less than a month now, and you grind all of those. That way, you have every weapon possible for when Lightfall comes out, because we never know when those guns are going to be eligible to be craftable again. So make sure you do that. They haven't said if or when that'll ever happen. So take advantage of it now. Oh, right after the show, we're going on the Leviathan and Yo boy. getting enough energy to get our bump of the nights crafted. Because them rocket launchers are definitely needed. <laughs> so definitely keep that in mind and get that done. Last thing, uh, like that Bungie had in the twab, um, it's going to be a creepy, crawly Halloween. It's going to be creepy, crawly Halloween. So Bungie is bringing back the voting for the... Uh, the Festival of the Lost Ornament says that will be eligible in Eververse. However, this time, instead of voting on which set is the one that's chosen, you get to vote per class. So Titan has two to choose from, Hunter has two to choose from, Warlock has two to choose from. So if we get a situation like with the mechs and the monsters, if Hunters really like the mech, but the Warlock and the Titans don't like the monster, or vice versa, you you have that eligibility and to like sort of go along with that this time 
both uh, types are revolving around different types of um, creepy crawlies. So there's the spiders theme for one of them, which I love the Titan one solely because of like the mandibles in the back of, of the arms. Like that, like, like that looks freaking dope. Like it'll probably just be like a back piece. How like the the wings on the one armor is. Um, and then there's the beetle set. Now, granted, I like both of the Titan ones so much that I'm like torn. But I will say, out of the other other four, um, the Hunter Spider looks better, and the Warlock Beetle looks better to me. Um. That's just I me. I uh, make my Capri Sting cosplay as a beetle, though. You want to have all beetles? Okay, I see you. Yeah. Me want to be beetle guy. Jesus. It's beetle time. Straight beetle boards. Like, just be bad beetle board. That'll be fun. Um, so make sure you vote. Bungie will be uh, be issuing emails out to you. And like, they even said, hey, if you're a Titan man, you'll get the Titan email. If you're a Hunter man, you get the Hunter email. But if you play, like, all of your classes equally. We're just gonna give you all the links, and then you can choose what you want to do. So that'll and now granted, you can't just like vote a bunch of times for Titan, vote three times for Hunter, or vice versa. You will have one vote per account, like per character per account. So like one vote for each class. So that's how that's gonna work in the next, like like in the, in the, like the few weeks leading into Lightfall and whatnot. So check out the the images. We even retweeted it in the, the Twab article. The Twab will be in the description. So make sure you look at that. And I think I'm gonna leave the show off with hey, yo, we just need to like take a breath, see what Bungie has going on, and be excited for Lightfall, but be cautiously optimistic. Be like, hey, there's concerns, we're worried, but there's new content coming, so let's get hype. Like, be wary. Like day one Val, they could have the exact same problem. Yeah, day one vow was a little, a little bit of a bit of a mess. <laughs> so definitely keep that in mind. Um, Alchemy, as your first show, like first like first time of the show, what is your closing statement for the episode? Well, I'm just excited for Lightfall. I'm excited for everything that's happening next season, and it is good to be on here. All right, sweet. You know, I'm ha- I'm happy to have you. I'm excited for some new stuff going on. Um, the show is definitely gonna keep moving. We are currently working on some things to make it so that way the clan is an extension of the um podcast. So, like, if you are like if you are a fan of the podcast and want to join the clan, it'll be an easier process to work on that soon. And in general, just like make sure you follow us if you if you enjoy this show and want to keep participating in what's going on. Make sure you are tuning in each week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us. Like, follow us. Like, want to join the Discord and not follow us on Discord, but join the Discord and just be down for more stuff. And we will be back next week. Talk about whatever the heck else happens in this universe. We will catch you, folks. Star side. Peace out. Bye.